Okay, here we are. <clears throat> it's only about 5.50, I think, in the UK, because we're two hours ahead here. But yeah, there's another um, just over 10K done today. Um, left at 6.15 in the morning, and all the kids and the wife were still asleep. Because um, it was, and it was just easy, simple. Um, what a difference the heat makes. Oh, surprise, surprise. Um, yeah, again, was tempted to do some more. Um, but two things. One, I really want this series of runs to remind people not to overdo it. If you are doing a kind of a run or a streak of runs for a few days. Um, and two, because I can't get out. It's like Truman Show. Yesterday I turned left to try and get to Lindos and uh, was stopped by well, a goat actually, I forgot to tell you yesterday. Um, thank you Alex Hardman for telling me, giving me the goat drill to do if I see a goat next time. Um, anyway, today I took Simon Bartold's advice um, to sometimes in life when you get to the end of the road, if you're running, turn right. Um, so I did that today uh, with the idea of getting to Rhodes Town and uh, again, it just ended, the road just, any form of pathway ended. So yeah, a bit of Truman Show, Truman Show here, but anyway, um, have a look at this. tomorrow what I'll do I'll try and take a few photos along the way because there's some lovely well if you're running you know it's why we do it isn't it part of we're doing some kind of crazy interval really we're doing it for the scenery and the sensation inside the external scenery and the internal scenery um, today was certainly that especially when the sun started coming up um, but yeah what I wanted to talk about today briefly um, was that um, yeah these these are my old faithful New Balance fresh foam Zanti V3s I think um, and the reason I want to mention them is because um, even us therapists people who look after runners um, fall prey to the same worries and concerns and presumptions and assumptions and misconceptions especially when we start getting niggles and things like that um, in the case of me um, I've come back from being marathon fit to having a couple of little toddlers and, uh, and suddenly not being able to really both physically and mentally not really running much more than a few 5k's a week um, and this series of 10k and 10 miles, whatever I end up doing in uh, 10 days, um, is really kind of a, a celebration of the fact that I've managed to get myself back to a nice form of fitness where I can go out and do 10 10s. So, but along the way, what happens? I start getting Achilles pain, which I've had before, so straight away you're worried about it, even though you know that starts magnifying pain when you start thinking about when you've had it in the past. And we tell clients this. Um, especially after we've assessed a runner and we've listened to the case history um, and if there's nothing really there showing that you've done something serious to yourself you have to bear in mind that maybe this pain um, is being magnified 
by a concern, a memory, an experience from a while ago, like Mosley's snake in the grass. Um, but anyway, I started getting it. So straight away, what do I start thinking is the matter? <gasps> My shoes. I've had them for a while. You know, according to the shops and stuff, they kind of say, well, it depends where you look, 250 miles or something. I'm thinking, yeah, it's probably on that. I need to change my shoes, don't I? So I did change my shoes. I waited patiently for a size UK 14 in a new balance, because they come up in 14s. Um, and I found a pair. They weren't the same as these exactly. I think they were like a, I don't know, a V7 or something. Or, and um, I thought my problems would be solved. And... Uh, yeah, slowly the calf pain did go down and I started celebrating. Yeah, it must be these shoes, must be these shoes. Um, and then the pain did go away and I definitely celebrated, wow, these shoes are the best thing in my life. I'm so happy I bought them. But um, then I started noticing my times were going down. It was just more effort to get the long runs out in particular. Um, and the shoes I bought, they did seem to have a bit more cushioning. Um, I think the drop might have been a little bit higher <clears throat> in compared to my original these ones. Um, and I thought I compare. Okay, well, it, I, I never throw an old pair of trainers away, which is a good piece of advice I tend to give runners. If you are kind of changing shoes and keep your old pair, don't throw them in the bin, thinking yeah, done, dusted. Always keep them because um, in this case, I decided to put my old pair of trainers on again, and uh, bam, suddenly minutes taken off and just felt easier to run in um, and but tangibly as well I was completing runs faster so um, moral of the story was it the shoes that were causing the pain probably not looking at the evidence it could have been a factor but the evidence was I was probably overdoing it um, I was getting a bit gung-ho and I remember we did episode something or other with uh, Greg Lehman and mentioned it to him. And he put me in my place straight away. Just something like, well, you're stupid doing hill sprints or something. Or, um, yeah, so it probably wasn't the shoes. It was probably once, as we know, the studies kind of tell us in most cases of running related injury, it's uh, training errors of some form, mismanagement of load. Um, but I jumped to the shoes because we automatically think it's something... Uh, we can change like that, you know, which we can buy and So, um, yeah, it wasn't this sh the fact is maybe the change of shoes offloaded the tissue a little bit Maybe my Achilles and calf had a chance to calm down or something that could be it um, But in terms of once the pain had gone, which is another thing just because the pain goes Maybe that was just natural history. Maybe I just needed some time because I was reducing my intensity I took out the hill spoons for a while um, and the pain went, but we assume because we think we've changed the shoes that the shoes was uh, was the uh, reason for it. So um, it might have just been, you know, that old correlation instead of causation. But anyway, put um, these back on, and uh, and yeah, big difference. Um, and this is what I'm wearing now to do my ten and ten. So um, more of the story, like I say, is um, the evidence pyramid. I'll stick a little picture up which I've used before in blogs and presentations and things just when things do start hurting a little bit just work your way from the bottom of the pyramid the first thing to check is always um, loading check your uh, training have you suddenly made a change in either frequency number of times you run per week 
or if you changed your um, intensity, if you suddenly put in some hill sprints or some um, more intensive interval training or something, or duration, you suddenly jumped up from maybe three days a week uh, to five days a week, or a combination of those factors. There, that's your base, that's what really you need to um, look at first of all, before you start splashing out money on shoes, or gait analysis, uh, tweaking your running form, um, and definitely before you start putting your faith in the top of the pyramid, so things like the foam rolling, the injections, the massage, all of these things might help reduce your pain, but the cause of it, which you really want to nail on the head if you want to get rid of it and not have it coming back, look at the bottom of the pyramid, I'll stick that picture on anyway. Um, so there we go, um, that's day two out of the way, um, shout out to Chris Kitson, um, who I always refer to as the future of therapy, because he's got such a youthful face, um, but yeah, Chris Kitson of the Movement Hub, he's one of the few people, well there's a few of you actually, who are um, joining in this 10 in 10. He's a very wise man. He's got toddlers himself, so he's dividing his 10K up into a couple of fives in the morning and afternoon, uh, which is great. Um, so if you are tempted to join us in this uh, 10K, let's call it 10K. You can do 10 miles if you want, if you're, if, if you're that sort of runner. But if you wanna do 10K in total for a 10 day run, then uh, you, you can speed it up. You can walk, run if you want to. I just need to see that accumulatively you've done 10K in a day. Um, not worried about the time or anything. I just need some proof, a screenshot. And uh, yeah, for every 10K you do in unison, day after day, I'll give you, a, if you want it, you could just do it for the challenge, but if you want it, I'll give you a 10 pound um, off the Run Chat Live International Running Conference in October in Brighton, UK with all information on rcl2019.eventbrite.com um, It's going to be a great conference. I won't go about it because it's not what this is about. But um, yeah, so if you do 10 days, you could have 100 quid off or you could give your £100 to someone else. Um, if you only do five days, that's £50 off. Okay. Right, that's it. Um, I'm off to have my own inclusive breakfast um, and then we'll have another 10k tomorrow. I don't think I'm going to do 10 miles because like I say I'm just trapped. I'm trapped in, in, in paradise uh, and this paradise is kind of like a 10k uh, radius. Um, unless I do some loops or something. But anyway tomorrow I might take some pictures along the way and some beautiful scenery. Um, as you can see. Right, it's about six o'clock in the morning, so if you are getting up in the UK, have a great day. Uh, where are we? Are they Wednesday, Tuesday? Who knows? On holiday, I haven't got a clue. Um, but um, yeah, hope you have a great day wherever you are, and uh, we'll catch up later. Adios. You're listening to Run Chat Live podcast, putting the evidence back into running injury and performance.